five, four, three, two, fun. Welcome to another episode of the Ready, Set, Pwn podcast, your premier source for everything Vancouver Titans, the mumbly voice that comes to you on occasion. I am your host, Sam, joined virtually by Omni at Omnistrife, Chris at Life Forces Away, as he alluded to earlier, and he's always in some family matters, so we wish him and his family the best. First of all, how's my Life Force impression? Uh, I'll give you a six out of 10. It's not bad. I'll take a six. Just practice. Uh, it's a good start. Yeah, not not too bad. But what's new with you, man? Uh, Not a lot. Uh, Another week for us uh, Vancouver Titans podcasters, and it still feels like the off season, really. It's (laughs) well, we'll talk about this later. It feels a little worse than the off season because the off season (laughs) you have it, you're relaxed, you're casual, you 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 know you got a drink, you're on the beach, you're hanging out. But now it's like it's 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 a weird feeling yeah i, I feel kind of like that kid who walks past the playground and sees a lot of kids playing but i can't really partake very sad <laughs> and you keep going like i can do this thing better than that kid <laughs> oh for but sure i'm standing over here i've played it out in my mind like 10 times i could like outperform these fools <laughs> <laughs> for sure but uh with no chris here how's your son's doing uh, it's pretty, pretty decent. Pretty, pretty decent. average. Yeah. <laughs> My Blazers too, man. My Blazers too. Like, I, I, I'm past expecting anything else from them. The start was good, then we kind of dropped. But I'm just happy everybody's healthy now. That's good. Health is mm-hmm. good. And uh, happy belated birthday to your lovely wife. Oh, I'll pass it along. Yeah, how'd you guys celebrate? Uh, we just enjoyed a quality game between the Boston Uprising and the Houston Outlaws. Hey, spoilers alert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, if, if you are listening to us right now and you haven't watched the Boston Houston game, we encourage you to pause right now, go watch the Boston game and then come back and listen to the rest of the episode because we don't want you to spoil anything. No, but we went out to Vancouver a little bit. There was a, a very sunny weekend. It was more like a, not a birthday, but a birth weekend in a way. Hey, that's uh, we went to the Vancouver Art Gallery for a nice exhibition. We, we had some ramen. It was pretty pretty good. No, that sounds good. We're going to need those <laughs> tips because, uh, spoiler alert again, in the payload, we're going to talk about where the Vancouver Titans are going to be. Mm. So uh, without further ado, let's go straight into the payload. Moving the payload. Join me. All right. So bummer alert. The virus has got us again. And it continues to, well, spread. Um, Officially, like what viruses do. That's what viruses do. (laughs) (laughs) We've been, we're trying to make light of a very, very, you know, serious situation. But I think the reality is um, it's, it's a little bit scary. And, Mm -hmm. and I think, 
I think you and I are on the same page in saying that, you know, the, the league's trying to, to be safe, trying to do the right thing. But mm-hmm. I think if we're just talking strictly at fans, it, well, it sucks for everybody. It sucks for people who are getting sick. It sucks for people who are in places where, where it's, it's started to become an epidemic. If it's, if I don't know what the official definition is, but, but it sucks all around. But for those of you that have been hiding away and haven't logged in anywhere, uh, Overwatch League officially canceled the Soul matches weeks five, six, seven. Mm-hmm. Um, so that means that the next time the Titans play is going to be March twenty eighth in San Francisco. So what we're we're at we're at February twenty sixth uh, right now. So it's it's going to be at least a month. Yeah, it feels surreal. Like we talked about how hero pools is going to be the big great hurdle for us to tackle once we're back. But from what it seems, the Titans might be playing on the Overwatch 2 client by the time we uh, are back on stage. Yeah, no kidding. Like I didn't even write hero pool down in our show notes, but like it, it's supposed to be the we were supposed to spend this week talking about hero pool and it it just doesn't seem like it. it matters all that much but we'll probably jump more into that into the fray but there are but good news there uh, is good news is as we were kind of hinting is that um with the matches in seoul being canceled um and we received confirmation of this well for you guys listening it's gonna be on wednesday but you know early evening on tuesday that the titans are indeed coming back to vancouver mm-hmm. so and dante has tweeted out do i need to bring my winter clothes to vancouver so make sure you give him a tweet um, let them know what the weather situation is going on here. Cause you know, as Vancouver writes, we're expert about talking about the weather. There is another set of good news. Bring it on. Our first game back will be against the Dallas fuel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you let me, you've left me speechless. <laughs> Hopefully you will leave uh, Dallas speechless, but although I'm not sure they can comment. Well, at least they're not as bad as uh, Houston. So uh, they're, they get bragging rights for, for being best of Texas. Mm. It's for something, but uh, Vancouver probably is the destination. I don't think LA makes much sense anymore. Remember those uh, jolly days at the blizzard arena? Well, it was much. Yeah, back then. <laughs> and every day was a sunny day. There was no need for jacket talk. <laughs> anything like that it was just t-shirts and shorts and uh stepped in shoes every day how about jorts jorts <laughs> <laughs> let's see let's see if anybody on the titans is bringing in any jorts uh in other news uh Adamus esports kind of officially announced their partnership with uh well it's actually all of connect sports and entertainment so that includes the vancouver titans and the seattle surge but as we know omni doesn't really care about call of duty so mm. It's uh, it's mostly about the Titans for us. Um, we we kind of already talked about this last week, so I don't want to touch on it too much. But we actually do have an interview lined up with uh, Adamus later next week, which we'll bring to you through some some scheduling changes that we had to have. We would have loved to bring him to you right now, but it just didn't work out that way. I did care about uh, Call of Duty 2. That was an awesome game. Call of Duty 2. What, are you talking about the original or like the Call of Duty? Like no, 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 no. The original. Two? Man, I, I used to own them. To John, was that map called? <laughs> I, I think it really bugged me when they reset the numbers and then they kind of reset it again. And Let me... it's really hard to keep track. It should really be like Call of Duty like 15 right now or, or whatever the real number oh. is. But... But it's like Call of Duty 4-2 or something like that. 
my sweet child, let me tell you about Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> uh, I actually played Kingdom Hearts one and two, and and I got you played Kingdom Hearts zero point twenty eight though, the I, final remix. I don't even know what that is. I'm gonna be completely uh, honest with you. The numbers are completely random. Well, probably there is some pattern to them, but I've completely lost track. Yeah, let's see where the Titans are at in terms of their Kingdom Hearts journey. Mm. They're more into Hearthstone, I think. For sure. Cool. So not too much Titans news these days, but uh, we'll definitely keep on the lookout for everybody here. And as they come back to Vancouver, I'm sure we're going to have more uh, local buzz. So let's quick a take quick pee break and jump into the fray. All right, so we did have some matches last week. Uh, I wasn't here to talk about them, but you guys picked some matches. Um, mm -hmm. So let me just kind of quickly run through it. And <laughs> apparently, you watched all of them despite it being being your right. wife's birthday. Sure. So, <laughs> so that that was a way to celebrate. I mean, I think if you guys are listening to this, you should give us a tweet and let us know: is that the best way that Omni should? Have who celebrated his wife's birthday. Come on, you're just saying it like my wife is not an OWL fan, so. Yeah, well, <laughs> there, there's being a fan and then there's what we watched. Um, but let me just kind of quickly run down before you kind of talked about the matches. On Saturday, we had the New York Excelsior versus the Philadelphia Fusion. Fusions, to, to the surprise of some and not not everybody, but, but it was definitely, I think you could call it an upset at this point in the season. Mm -hmm. uh, they took it three to one. Um, Boston Uprising versus the Houston Outlaws. They call it the match of the century. Uh, don't be don't be confused about the score, not the three two score. This went seven. It went uh, a century, a literal century. That's a what a literal it. century, and that's why all of us are very confused about what the date is right now. But Boston did take it three two, and then finally we had Washington Justice versus the Paris Eternal. Eternal looked quite impressive. Uh, and they took that one 3-1. So yeah. you guys picked uh, the New York Excelsior versus the Philadelphia Fusion. Thoughts? I mean, it wasn't really close. That's the, the big thing for me. It and really Wags, wasn't. Though. Yeah, they didn't look amazing playing against Boston in the opening week. And then they kind of uh, dwindled against... Who did they play after? Was it... I think they played... Uh, they had two games, right? I think they played London at one point or something like that. I don't know. They they, they weren't really that impressive and they didn't really play against tough competition until this very match. Mm. And they got stomped. Like Fusion looked to be more aggressive and more assertive, even though like New York has passed their surgical days and they are trying to be more assertive, but they were like stomping both Mono and Jonak. They were, were picked off first. And Fusion is turning out to be kind of like a powerhouse team. I'm not really sure why NYXL wasn't trying to flex to something different. And they uh, constantly went to the mirror match. And, and who are you and Sabiolbi just couldn't compete with Carpe and Ivy, who were really stellar on, on the McCree and, and um, 
the May. In May, yeah. Uh, what's going on with Libero? Not really sure. What's going on with Nene? Maybe some flu issues. Uh, I, I don't know. I and Sato, Sato going around, right? Yeah, Sato looks amazing. Maybe it's it's the funny Astro and and alarm magic that's happening. But Fusion look is looking quite scary. They're now four and zero. Um, kind of spoiling some of the talk here, but <laughs> well, I think it feels a lot more impressive than well. No, let let me rephrase this. It is impressive, but with so many teams like haven't that haven't played any matches, like it. I think it's a. I think they're doing, I'm trying to phrase this properly because I, I'm kind of muttering on my own words. Or I'm stuttering because I think what they're doing is impressive. I just don't think it's as dominant. Like some people are already suggesting that they're the best team period right now, yeah. which I think is a little unfair to to some other undefeated teams that haven't near, played nearly as much. Yeah. Um, and frankly, even some teams that haven't played at all, right? Like you can't just say the the spark who who we yeah. we always forget haven't had a top four finish we give them no respect whatsoever they haven't played a match right so yeah so so i and, mean but but like sato like that was that was the key part for me because right. because like he was kind of my question mark going in and i remember when we were doing the rankings like i think the thing that had you kind of putting them a little bit lower than maybe yeah. they they could have been was was like the question about the tank play yeah while fusion was impressive I'm, I'm concerned with nyxl everybody constantly says oh nyxl they're like a top three team but honestly they haven't been in a while and i think they might just drop off uh this season and i think some of the uh, das desk talent or the analysts have engraved that idea of uh, they're not really watching nyxl as it is right now but they have this um platonic ideal of what nyxl is right with the mvp mm -hmm. joint kind of remind me of those uh not to hate on facebook commenters for uh, a comment <laughs> the comments uh for the owl previous but you would constantly see like matches on uh, like oh i can't believe to watch my boy shadow burn uh <laughs> play <laughs> and they're like living like it's still 2018 but it, it definitely doesn't look like the same team anymore uh, no, where where do you think their their problem is, honestly? Because because when I actually ranked the NYXL a little bit lower, but I think I grossly overrated like Mecco's role in this, and and that's kind of where I deducted the points. But like Hotba's actually been decent, if not better, at times in 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 that diva spot to me. Um, so so but that hasn't really been that? an issue. I, it, it is hard. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, he did get more flashy, mm -hmm. like at least in the first week of bombs and stuff like that. But it's really hard to gauge in this meta. Uh, to me, it just looks like they cannot really play well to this McCree and May meta. Uh, mm -hmm. Who are you is not performing well. His walls are kind of all over the, all place. Over the place. Yeah. Uh, Sabi Olby he's kind of up and down sometimes he's, he's he really uh, turns on is really on point with his aim sometimes he's not and and like jonak is playing a little bit too aggressive not really sure what's going on it looks like they're playing like a new team uh, honestly it, it looks like they have issues with you know communication but it's probably not the case because they have been playing for a while now together maybe maybe it's the who are you and and uh hotba incorporation not really sure what's going on yeah i think i think it's just weird because i think i we could argue that liberal and nene should be starting instead and yeah. like 
maybe they'd even be better. But like, that's enough about the, the NYXL. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What you guys are really here for is our analysis of what Schmidt Storm calls the toilet bowl. <laughs> Houston. Oh, Houston, you're so bad. Oh. My heart goes out to Harsha there, but what's going on with that Rappel rock raucous rotation situation? They're constantly being switched out for one another. Maybe there's like a contract thing that where they get to play <laughs> one map and then another and one map and then they're off. Uh is there a difference between Raucous and Rappel? It seems like there is, because any time they were able to steal a map or draw, it was when Rappel was in there. Maybe Until they won the last two with, with Rockus and then they stuck with him. Maybe they are struck with two different strands of the flu. I'm not really sure what's going on there, but we all know that they're all sick. Lingzer is not playing. He did post on, on, on Twitter that he's not playing just because he's bad, but I, I'm having a hard time believing he's worse than... Uh, then Blase is on McCree, but ah, it, it looks really, really bad. I mean, in, in this entire game between Boston and Houston, the only the only two players that came out to play were Myung Bong on Boston and, and Jexay on Houston that really were carrying their teams really, really hard. That's a, Yo, that's a no really love for my boy Jerry? Oh, oh, right, 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 right. No, no, no. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry popped off. He's, he's definitely got the goods there. <laughs> Jerry's just a. I I swear, if Jerry's name was not Jerry, we would not be obsessing over him. <laughs> Maybe there I was think, a I think Gary he did last well, year. but like <laughs> it's Jerry, right? No, but is Gary still in the league? I think he's not. <laughs> Cheng do we had a Gary, right? <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> oh man, but, but uh, I met. Uh, how hard is it to shine to outshine against uh, Blase at this point? I don't know. It's, I it's I feel so bad for for Blase because it's not it, even his role. I mean. It's not fair. Yeah, like like I think they had a they had a better McCree right beside him. Um yeah, and Dante and and they just you know they just put it, I, I have no idea what's going on. I I'm I'm trying really hard not to just criticize coaching decisions, but right. it just it didn't make any sense to me. And I and to be honest, I don't know why Blase was playing at all. Right. Um, other than the fact that it's his birthday, so you're trying to give him some shine. Um but you know having him show out like that isn't isn't exactly a great gift either which i was kind of talking talking about on on twitter <laughs> but um, my my worry for houston though they they've now lost to boston to washington that doesn't look really that sharp as we all thought they would be uh it's not going to get better for them they're playing not against amazing teams at this point right they lost no, and they're, and they're is just super Ooh, shy. yeah yeah like they just seem super dejected, and <laughs> every time they they show their faces, it's like "Hello, darkness, my old friend." <laughs> it, it, no, I, I could hear your voice as I was watching them, and which was weird because the game lasted freaking forever. So, so I heard your voice a lot. Yeah. Well, next uh, week it's it's their homestead. They're playing against the London that's, Spitfire. That's hard. Ugh. They they got to do something like like just and I I just don't understand like the only move they make is is a negligible one and, and rock is repel like whatever like it's it's just a distraction if nothing else yeah so I I don't get it be honest though which team were you cheering for for which game for this game we're still what we're gonna go all seven oh Boston versus Houston <laughs> yeah. I was cheering for Houston for sure, right? So it's yeah. it's 
but it's it's becoming a hard team to cheer for real fast. Oh, it's brutal to watch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, enough about the toilet bowl. <laughs> Moving along, we go to Paris Eternal versus the Justice. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, Paris looks like a good team. Um, they had Hanbin for the first time, and yep. while it did work for them playing the two two main tanks, is it Ax Axiom is the other main tank on that team, right? With with Ben Best. I forget. yeah yeah I, think I, so. I mean Ben I Best is so is so yeah. handsome yeah. that it's distracting to even <laughs> notice the other main tank. But now that they have a diva, uh, they look good. They could be really scary when that uh, EU and Korean hybrid roster uh, pops off when Sparkle returns. When Sparkle and, returns, right? Yeah, and finally he takes away his jersey from FD God. Did you notice that FD God plays with uh, Sparkle's jersey all the time? Oh, for real? I did not pay attention. Yeah, yeah, he, ha he has a hoodie on, but but it's open, and every time you see that uh, K1E pop out from, <laughs> from his left side, he doesn't even have a jersey. Poor guy. Come on, fanatics, figure it out, please. <laughs> Get your um, players the right jersey. Yeah. Washington, I, I let's just we'll talk about them when we get to that London game. I think it was. I, oh. I think you will, but but I think to preface this, I think this is definitely the 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 virus flu week. Uh, mm. It seemed like there was a whole bunch of people that were sick, um, but. That's one of the problems when you run eight is you got to yeah. play your stick players too. And they have seven now, I think. And that's why we're making sure Slime eats all his vegetables because oh, nobody for... else can play Lucio. Yeah, forget about coronavirus. We need to take care of that, yeah. you know, the regular influenza here. Flightman's A, B, C, D every day, all day. We'll, we'll, we'll do an Instacart for him. Um, but, but yeah, like I, I totally agree with you. Like the, the eternal look good. And I think I, again, underestimated them. I'm not still not completely sold on Ben best, but with the talent around him and with God popping off, that like, jawline, he doesn't need, Come on. he doesn't need to be like <laughs> top two, top two main tank. No. He just needs to be serviceable. No. And I and I think you're totally right. Like if there's one team that's going to shoot up the rankings, I think it's going to be the Eternal, just because they mm -hmm. look they look so formidable. Xe with Sparkle coming, and I think people don't yeah. really know what what Sparkle is yet, except you know contenders nerds. Uh, <laughs> but just, just just imagine that Sparkle is that good. Nobody even talked about Xe before the season exactly. started. Exactly. That's how scary and, it's going to be. That's it's it's scary. Um, but. But you know, Justice, they were they were okay in this one. They weren't they weren't as bad as the score yeah. seems. I think it's I think you have to give credit more that the Eternal were that good. Mm. Um, so so on the Sunday we had New York, and I'll be honest, after Saturday's matches, I would I was done. <laughs> oh, you I missed. Mean, I mean, I, I I think I missed a couple good matches honestly really outside of the first one. But I I I was done. I was having nightmares about about. About I think the well, there was one play with with Muma, like trying to charge into I think it was Axiom or I, I can't remember who who the heck the the main tank on the uprising was and then yeah. he kind of reverse charged him and they both kind of flew off <laughs> like that that was all I had left of of like, <laughs> watching six hours of Overwatch. Did you miss you missed your boys uh, in black and red though? I definitely did. <laughs> so so yeah, look, I'm gonna rely on you to run through those games: New York XL versus Outlaws, three zero. Um, it was everything we imagined it would be after after a disappointing Saturday. I'm presuming. Yeah, 
even uh, our New York looked good <laughs> against Houston. It's it's hard not to look good against Houston right now. We might have to do kind of like a like a intervention f- specific for outlaws if we have no Titans talk to to ever talk about when when Light yeah. Force gets back, just to focus on how can we fix the outlaws since the Titans aren't they, playing. I know how they need to like invent a time machine and bring uh, season one Shanghai Dragons to play against them. <laughs> they just Maybe need some encouragement, work. right? Some some <laughs> nice thoughts. Um, Bro. What about what about the fusion versus the defiant? This was a lot closer. Um, I even wrote down before, and this was the match that we all picked uh, that I might need to eat my words if the defiant showed up, and I think they did show up. Yeah, it, it was an odd match because it started out as a pretty dominant 2-0 for Philly, and I was like, oh, here we go, another 3-0 after that sleeper with NYXL and Houston. But suddenly, um, Toronto woke up, and they did uh, what I thought that anybody should do against Philly and try to uh, not match them as much and try different things, try to out out aggro them can you say that i don't know anyways they tried to throw a bunch of stuff at them they tried dive a little bit um they couldn't match up with them on the mirror because agility is well i love that guy but he's not amazing on the may and then he flexed to other roles like a and they went dive and they went he went a doomfist and suddenly they they felt like the 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 proactive uh, team in the match uh, instead of being just reacting to whatever Philly threw at them. And there were a few moments there. Uh, I think it was King's Row and the other map after that where Surefor was just putting, <laughs> showing Carpe out of all people how it's done. Our, our old uh, Surefor still popping off at his advanced age of what is it now 24 i'm not really sure <laughs> what is considered to be old in sure this is always reliable though man but like when he pops off it's incredible because every time you see uh like the exes the carpes of the world their um their uh povs normally they have those sick flicks and and mm-hmm. sure is not he's just a tracker so he's like slowly gently bringing his crosshair and just clicking heads it's so wonderful to see it's like it's like instead of listening to heavy metal in your gym you you just deadlift your pr to classical music it's very soothing and calming but it, it's it, it's working for some reason and it was quite impressive unfortunately um they lost it at the end but they definitely looked like a good team and if and if philly does turn out to be as scary as we think they could be toronto might be you know a a top eight top six team even it's really hard now to predict anything because we didn't see uh, shanghai we didn't see seoul there's a lot of teams we'll we'll see the rate we're going the gongjo shark or charge control sharks they're going to be undefeated (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) having never played but who would you say won the revenge bowl so on on the defiant side we had beast halo um who i think was formerly fusion university if i'm I'm not mistaken um and they kind of let him go um, but on the fusion side, we had Ivy who, who I'm so happy for Ivy that, that he's gotten to start. Like, I think EQO is, is an amazing DPS, but I think yeah. what Ivy is doing right now, like nobody can deny that, that he's doing great. And like, I don't say many nice words about the defiant Ivy was the one guy, even back in goat stage. And that feels like an eternity ago that I was like, kind of like, Hey, Ivy can kind of play. I'm not yeah. so sure about his teammates, but he can kind of play. So, so who would you say won the revenge bowl? Normally, I'd say Ivy, 
But just the fact that we're bringing up Beast in this conversation, I'd say that's a win because everybody was, and, and us included, we were saying, oh, this is definitely going to be like one of the worst main tanks in the league. And he definitely not looks that way. He He's showing up to matches, playing against Sato, who's, uh, who's, who's very dominant this season. So I'll give him the props despite the loss. He, he definitely looks to be... Uh, up to up to par with the rest of the league. He he definitely makes a good name for himself. So I, I'm I'm cheering for the rookies, right? So fair enough. I'll give it to Beast. Fair enough. And any last thoughts before we move on about alarm popping off on Twitter, just calling everybody out and taking names? Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love it. It is it is kind of like, it reminds me of Bumper a little bit, which makes me sad. <laughs> but it's incredible. We got to have more than uh, of this in, in Overwatch League. Absolutely, I'm all for the trash talk. And and looking at him when he plays, he looks really like like a nice guy. He's not like a Jonak that when you see Jonak on stage, it looks like he has this. About to eat you alive. He like he's gonna kill you. But it, it's very <laughs> nice looking. I mean, like a good guy. But but on on the game itself, man, he's he's awesome. He's really ha- has had only stellar performances so far. It's crazy. So I think this is one of the rare games where where there's a winner and a loser, and and even though the definer of the loser, we're only saying positive things about both teams. So for any defiant supporters out there, this is not normal for us. <laughs> Don't come here looking for this kind of chatter because I'm sure we'll no. return to normal. But right now, hey, you gotta give props when they're due. I kind of I'm kind of eating my words. Maybe they're not 18th or 17th or whatever ridiculous ranking i put them at um you put them at? i i don't pretty low pretty low but, but i think that just Ooh, goes to show you rankings 16th. Are, rankings are garbage anyway 16th definitely not 16th um moving along the final match of the weekend um if people kind of went away early to dinner or just spaced out after saturday like me you missed probably the best match oh this is so sad to see that last map oh my god did you see those last two minutes or uh, what i minutes? didn't see like any of it but seconds, i checked the stats maybe. and i saw that shui was playing and that made me instantly oh smile. man they they uh london rolled out uh shui and they traded out bernard for uh cleston if that's how you say his name which was really weird because I think, uh bernard I think was sick yeah, so he was yeah. really popping off in the previous yeah. matches, and they held their. Uh, they, they played really well. Like Washington came hot right off the bat, and 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 they led to uh, O and eventually lost the game. So it's I think the first reverse sweep of mm-hmm. of the league, and that last moment, man, in Nepal, I think it was Shrine. It looked like the game was over. London were about to to win and we were approaching ot and it was like the la- the third map in in nepal it was uh tied 1-1 and um roar did a, a, like a crazy shatter he shattered the entire team just walked up you know up the stairs on shrine and and it looked like that's it they 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 won the match it's their homestand what what a great moment they they're back and then xz uh, not XZ, sorry, Glister. He comes back and he pops like a, a headshot and kills off uh, our poor uh, Corey, and, and they just roll them in OT. It was so sad to to watch, and and 
<laughs> I'm, gonna home steal, too, right? I'm gonna steal a good line from yiska i listened to their pod today and you said like uh they have the capital library in washington in dc <laughs> and this uh, like the, uh, the this arena turned to be like the quietest library in dc by far you could you could hear how the crowd just was muted you might have thought it was one of those uh weird technical issues but it wasn't they were so boomed they were devastated it was awful yeah. Oh, another helps. They'll be back soon. So another, another thing to to mention, Sanguinar, that guy is incredible on the Lucio. He has like six more environmental kills than any other Lucio in the league. He's just booping people off of the maps, even on maps where you can't you actually do it. It's pretty nuts. He's he's really good. They they played really well. It was a very tight, entertaining match for, for a person who didn't really care who's gonna take it i wasn't invested into that match that's sweet and now we all know sanguinar's name yep we somebody's somebody on london's got to ask him how he came up with that just doesn't seem like a classic username that you just randomly come up with yeah it sounds sounds like a name of a cheese <laughs> to me i was gonna say it sounds like a brazilian bank or something uh, it sounds <laughs> like a cheese <laughs> try the old sanguinar <laughs> the aged sanguinar all right, so just really quickly looking ahead this week coming up, we have a lot of these names are going to sound very, very familiar. Uh, on Saturday, we have New York XL versus Florida Mayhem, followed by Defiant versus Atlanta Rain. Atlanta Rain, I think this is the first time we're seeing them. Yep. Uh, London Spitfire versus the Houston Outlaws. All three of us, I think Chris, even from across the pond, picked <laughs> Defiant versus Rain. So, Please tell me why I should watch yet another Defiant match. Because you missed the last one and it was pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I can't argue with that. But I mean, I, I, sorry, I, I would have taken any uh, matchup against Atlanta Rain because everybody w was hyping them up for so long. And, and yeah. Toronto is a, definitely a good matchup to, to test them out. This is so weird because when I look at that matchup, I think Toronto is going to win. And I never think Toronto is going to win. I is think that, so. Is that strange? No, I agree with you. I think it's going to be a close match, but I mean, I know they're screaming and all that, but I think that the jitters, the nervousness of just going up on stage and Atlanta is kind of like a volatile team. They're very emotional. Mm -hmm. They kind of remind me of a, of a better uh, version of Washington, mm -hmm. but who knows? Who knows? It's going to be a tight one. And and then again, like, well, you want to watch another match of the Outlaws or NYXL <laughs> to the Florida Mayhem, which that, could happen. That's uh, that's ultimate. I, I've had enough of the Outlaws for just a little bit. Just I, oh, I need yeah. a little break. Uh, um, and I'll I'll be back. I promise, Harsha. Um, <laughs> and then on Sunday, and now we're hitting into March. The Titans play that month. They don't play in this month anymore. Uh, March 1st, we have Boston versus Fusion first thing in the morning, Eternal Rain, Spitfire, Mayhem, and then Defiant Outlaws. Uh, Chris, for reasons we may never understand, uh, probably because he missed the Outlaws Boston match, yeah. wants to watch the Defiant versus the Outlaws. Uh, you and I disagree. We'd rather watch Eternal Rain. Yeah. Eternal Rain sounds like a, like a Prince song. Exactly. Like a purple we're ring. just waiting for the soundtrack to come out <laughs> yeah i mean 
a lot of it depends on how Atlanta, how they play against Toronto. But it, it, just looking at the matchups, it seems to be like the most even uh, yeah. match. Maybe Florida yeah. versus London is also another tight one. But yeah, I'm just looking forward to it. I wish we would have seen like Philly go up against Atlanta, but unfortunately yeah. we don't. But like Atlanta's first two games are, are so interesting because yep. they could easily go 2-0 and we'd be like, yep, the rain are good. And we'll be talking about that next week. Or we can just as easily go, well, they met up against two pretty good teams and they're 0-2 now. Right. Right? And like we wouldn't, I I wouldn't anyway. Like if they went this whole weekend 0-2, like I wouldn't think that much less of them. Um, just because like just to date, these teams have been pretty strong. Um, maybe a little bit less just because Atlanta was quite hyped going into the season. Yeah. Um, but but I don't think that means that by the end of the season they're still not a force i think i think it's just the the schedule and and like one uh, like last thing about the eternal is just like it i remember last season they also started like three and oh or four and oh or something like that Mm -hmm. um but it didn't feel real this feels much more real yeah i think the fact that they now have hanbin back feels uh much much better and uh back to atlanta just one more thing to add uh, while everyone was hyping up uh, Sparkle and Glister and XZ, there's another guy coming up on Atlanta named Edison, who I really look forward to see on the McCree. He's going to pop off, I think. You think he's going to start? I think so. Uh, yeah, you should start over Baby Bay and Sharp. I, I think, think so. Still I think Edison was one of, one of the ones that I paid attention to, too. Yeah. Uh, he's been popping off forever. But what I really want to know is whether Popco starts, because I need him for my fantasy team. Mm. <laughs> Gator, uh, I don't know. I think Gator will start. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Wait, which round did you pick him at? Oh no, I picked him up off waivers. It's a weird league, man. Oh, because because on. I only get points when when teams that are playing, like what what will it get? Teams are playing get points. So so you have to consistently drop and add people. Just. <laughs> fantasy man it's man i i tried it last year but i couldn't like uh, it's annoying every week like oh come on it's too much math but i am three and oh for reasons beyond me there you go (laughs) first week was a buy um anyway i'll take that win where i can get them since we can't talk about titans matches um in other news around well not just the league but the game Everybody's been buzzing the last 48 hours about experimental mode. Um, I understand you tried it a little bit today. You want to explain to those who have no idea what I'm talking about, what experimental mode is? Sure. So now when you log into your Overwatch account, uh, right beside your regular cards where you pick up your competitive queue or your custom match, there's another one with the Moira art because, you know, she's a scientist and this is a lab <laughs> where the devs can now test all these funky additions or changes they uh, they usually put up on the PTR, which they didn't like the results of because people never really tested it as much. So now you can do that in your regular Overwatch uh, game. And now it's also not um, PC exclusive. So you can boot up your PS4 there, Sam, and try Woo! it out there as well. Uh, and they have come out with the first one, which is a 3 to one that was teased in the past where uh, in order to mitigate a little bit of the DPS queue times, um, they are now rolling this three DPS lineup, two support lineup, and one tank. So you choose your role as you normally would, but the 
queues for DPS are now much shorter because each game will feature three of the DPS. Three, three instead of two. So instead of 10 yeah. minutes, it's now six minutes, yeah. right? So I played it. And it's quick play. <laughs> it's just quick play. The the classic play, right? where you weren't the classic quick play where you you'd usually yep. get at least three DPS. That that was my instant reaction when when I think it was Jeff that was explaining. It's like, oh, the oh. the devs are arguing about this. I'm like, dude, the majority of my games have three DPS, if not four DPS. So it's classic quick play, but Roadhog now farts. <laughs> so so yeah, for those that that don't uh haven't haven't listened to the whole video or watched the whole video with the developer update um because what was formerly known as the off tank and i i actually never classified roadhog as an off tank but i, I guess it makes sense um with the off tanks with roadhog diva and zarya they're worried they're never going to get picked because the one tank is always going to be a a main tank with with some sort of shield they've made weird well i call them buffs but they'll call them tweaks to yeah. to each of the the three three people I just mentioned, Diva, Roadhog, and um, Zarya, and so Roadhog is is obviously the funny one because when he he drinks his juice box, he now kind of emits what is it? Is it a yellow gas? Yeah, yellow gas that also heals. <laughs> it is a literal fart because it comes from behind him, and and it heals those who uh, immerse in the smell (laughs) the coronavirus it's bad timing man (laughs) bad bad timing yeah you said it we're trying to make a light light we're trying to we're trying to to be be positive in in light about a very serious situation here so so please don't please don't take offense to us i'm sure roadhog washes his hands uh, meticulously. Uh, yeah he definitely looks like the type that washes his hands and uses a hand sanitizer and wears a mask when needed um what about diva how's diva uh I, i'm not sure i didn't try diva i think she got like her uh like with most tanks her um armor and base hp got flipped around and now she can fly around a little bit mm-hmm. more often and her oh they did buff her defensive matrix like yep. they just doubled it to i think like four seconds instead it's basic, of it's basically a shield never ending really never ending shield is basically it might even be better than sigma's shield I mean, it's it's a cool initiative. I like what yeah. they're doing here. Uh, I'm looking forward to earning my loot boxes uh, <laughs> more from there, honestly, than just playing uh, Capture the Flag. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I'm not a fan of Capture the Flag either. But but and then finally, just with Zarya, I think the the coolest part about Zarya is oh. that they, they did tweak the the damage. Um, yeah. But it's going to be so much easier to get max damage because the the you can bubble teammates around like I, I think it was like eight meters or, or whatever whatever surrounding point that they have. So you don't just bubble one teammate; you can bubble like four or five teammates within the circle. It's the bubble wrap meta. <laughs> it, it it looks like a lot of like I don't know how I feel competitively, but it looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just, just to be extremely clear about this for those that are kind of jumping in or maybe they skipped around, they wanted to skip our banter. Um, this is an experimental mode. Um, most likely it won't see the light of day in comp play and, and definitely, uh, like professional play, but they're kind of just messing around. And I think, I think it's fun. Like it's yeah. experimental. So, so I think, I think. I'll get off quick play classic and mess around a little bit in experimental mode um, and get discouraged there. 
<laughs> By um, the way, did you see uh, Jeff's comments in the forum about three, two, one? No. What was it? About the ice cream. He said something really interesting. He said, uh, and I'll quote him, this is how I've been thinking about it. Imagine we're in an ice cream store and we have three flavors of ice cream. <laughs> we have chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry. And you have to line up for all three flavors separately. So imagine the vanilla line is way, way longer than the chocolate or the strawberry line. I feel like it's the wrong philosophy to ask, what can we do to convince the vanilla people to like strawberry more? It makes more sense to say, we need more vanilla ice cream. <laughs> That's why. Or stop to... selling chocolate. Yeah, well, he said that we, He said that strawberry is the tank. <laughs> In a later comment. You just don't need heels. <laughs> we got road hard farts now. We're good. <laughs> Definitely. All right. So, so just as we wrap up, it wouldn't be an Omni and Sam episode if we didn't talk some hoops. So I understand you've prepared a little experimental mode for our podcast yourself. For so sure. why don't you take it away? Uh, it was tradition. Like I'm saying it's tradition, but it's only the second time we did <laughs> without Chris. Uh, and like before, when where we equated uh, different legendary players uh, to their Overwatch League counterparts, you remember that Jonak is probably your LeBron and Ryu Hong mm -hmm. is your uh, Michael Jordan. So I, I thought about different occurrences or different things that happen in, in uh, basketball and trying to equate them to um, situations that happen in Overwatch or Overwatch League. And feel free to comment on those because I, I <laughs> it's rough, but I, I can't try. wait for this. And, and so, to premise, I haven't seen his list. So so I, I'll start with posterizing someone. To, so to, to people who don't really know what, what is posterizing. So essentially, when, you, when you're when you an attacking basketball player, you're an offense, and you dunk on someone who's trying to block you, that's like a complete disrespectful outplay. And posterizing comes from the term of most of the posters are featuring mm -hmm. someone just dunking. Liter someone. Literally, you know, kids who like basketball, they have posters. The posters are usually exactly. something exciting. That's posterizing someone. And your moment of embarrassment is immortalized on some kid's wall, essentially. Mm -hmm. So my equivalent in Overwatch is the Brig Shield Bash out of alt. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you imagine you're a Sombra and you're going for your EMP, and that's something that Haxal really likes to do. Or uh, you have a, a Lucio going to for a sound amp, and, and boom, you just shield bash them, and, and it's done. It's a complete humiliation. Another alternative for that is the Ana Sleep Dart, accompanied Ooh. by some tactical crouching. And our uh, own Ryu Jehong done it quite a lot on uh, Haxal on the receiving end this time. Do you have any other? I, I, was, thinking, I was thinking about the tactical crouching for sure, the teabagging. Um, yeah. But... But when you kind of just talk about Haxel, I really think it's the Dragon Blade mm. because, be and you know, obviously a successful Dragon Blade. Um, when it's an unsuccessful Dragon Blade, um, who am I thinking of right now? Is it Blase? I think it's Blase again. Yeah. Um, it, it becomes something where it's like a reverse poster where you tried to poster someone and you kind of fell on your face. Yeah. Um, but, but I think nothing gets anybody excited in a basketball game like a major, major dunk. And nothing gets excited, people excited in Overwatch like a good blade. And right. so, so that's what I didn't think of it until you mentioned Hoxel, but then that kind of made a lot of sense. And the other Anna Sleep Dart, I think I was looking down your list. There's something else I'd rather put that for. Okay, it might be the next one the ankle breaking crossover. 
So you make a dribble move where you change directions really, really fast, and you mm-hmm. drop your defender on his butt. I, I, I almost uh, made you do that. <laughs> yeah, don't make me do that up. extra editing where Chris isn't here. So <laughs> you you drop him on, on his donkey, really, and uh, it's another really humiliating stare-down moment for, for a defender. I, I equated that to an environmental kill mm. because it's a one-hit like KO, right? But yep. more than that, you also get to see your opponent fall desperately into the abyss. Mm-hmm. You get to stare them down. And that's kind of what, what made me think of a one-hit KO, like mm-hmm. a, a loop off the map. I like that. I like that a lot because because obviously you have you have your crossovers. Generally, they're they're very small, nifty people um, who who kind of right. just do a really fast move. And obviously, the the equation to that would be your Lucio doing a boop. But sometimes the big guys, the big fellas, they surprise you with something, and it True. could just be a quick, quick, quick move. And I equate that to to your Rissa environmental kill, where you just kind of suck someone in, and you right. you know the Rissa's just coming in here doing whatever. And then they just pull them over. So, yeah, we got basically the same thing. The environmental yeah. kill. I think that's the good one. That's perfect. Uh, the next one is making a logo three. So a three-point shot really from, from far, far away. Got it's, where, it's where people win cars if the normal person yeah. hits one. I'd say it got popularized uh, by, by Stephen Curry, but you'd say mm. it's Damian Lillard now. <laughs> no, I think it started with Curry. Shot. Yeah, so... I, it's kind of disrespectful, especially when you don't even wait for the defender to come up. <laughs> it's ultra precision, long range. I, I'd equate that to a 360 grappling hook widow headshot. Yep. Yep. I think that's it. And I'd, I'd, the only thing I'd come close to that would be a Jay Hong sleep dart because his sleep yeah. darts are so far. On a far up, especially. Yeah. Like the far sleep darts, like it's, it's crazy precision. Like, I like it honestly. If I'm in that position, I don't even shoot the sleep dart because there's no way I'm making it. So it's just a waste of your cooldown. Um, but you make it, you you take it, and you make it. Yeah. The next one, I got just two more. <laughs> um, it's getting your dunk attempt stuffed, so it's like blocked when you attempt to posterize someone, but you actually don't make it. Mm-hmm. It's a very high risk, high reward move. You you gotta have some big cojones to do that. I don't mm-hmm. think you do. <laughs> leave that out. Nope. But I equate that to the Genji headshot deflect onto a widow. So it's very risky. You try to mm-hmm. time it perfectly. It's all about timing. But if you pull it off, you get to see that all the ki- on the kill feed, and mm-hmm. it's so satisfying that she line up that shot, and you line up your your crosser, and you just. Put it back to him so you basically utilize her damage to to kill her that's fair i think that that's pretty close i'd also add uh the diva eat um, oh yeah that's a pretty good one as well good one as well yeah definitely and last one is an air ball especially i'd say the free throw air ball which is even more demoralizing because it's hey you're you're a professional basketball player you should be able to make a shot from the free throw line or, and some- or hit the rim uh, yeah and hit sometimes players hit something <laughs> do uh airball those even twice in a row and the only thing i could think of that would equate to that is the flashbang mccree and the missed headshot and we Ooh. saw one happen with blase this time imagine oh. your, your target is literally right in front of you and you just click oh and you miss the head so we are unintentionally just ripping up blase <laughs> 
we like we that. did not plan to bring Blase back into the conversation. We should do a hack of Blase. <laughs> that's Jack. That's the that's pretty much what they're doing. Like, what do we have to do to keep Blase on? We'll do that. I mean, it like, happens to everyone, right? Sometimes you yeah. miss that. But when you're a pro, right, and you're on the big stage, you don't want that to happen. I'll give you the Sam version of an air ball. And I think this doesn't really happen at the pro level, but it definitely happens at my level. And it's when you're on Tracer and you're you're trying to, like, of course, you're in Quick Play Classic. There's no healers in sight. So you're just trying to survive. And you deke and you deke and you deke. And then you <laughs> deke yourself right off the map. <laughs> oh. That happened. That's that. That's pretty close to an air ball. It's almost like a ankle breaking crossover onto yourself. Yep, yep. tripping on your own legs. Yep. All right. So thank you so much for that list. Uh, if you listeners out there are uh, have anything to add or or just want us to shut up about basketball, well, don't worry. Chris will be back in a week <laughs> or two. <laughs> we will. We probably will end up talking about basketball again next week. Well, he's in, uh, in 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 England right now, right? They were not good basketball players. I'm sorry. They're, no, he's they're super good at soccer and football, but talking about footy, footy, footy. So maybe we'll do some footy comparisons. I'm not sure. A little bit out of our element. Um, but yeah, I think that about wraps it up for this episode. And y'all thought we had nothing to talk about. Blase helped us out. Um, any parting words to to leave the audience? I just can't wait to play some Overwatch 2K20. Bubble away. So, yeah, for us, I think Chris always talks about these, uh, what is there, a Twitter plug, Instagram plug, Facebook plug, blah, 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 at Ready, Set, Pwn. You guys know where to find us. Give us give us a review if you haven't already. I'm not good with promoting crap. So on behalf of Omni at Omni Strife, Chris at Lightforce, and myself, Sam, at another Sam Chan, we're still going to end this episode through the magic of technology with the two words that Chris blurts out every episode. Hatchrays. Thank you.